When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Can you hear me? Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the Interview Series, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks so much, as always, for making your way here and checking out the episode. Uh, Please do hit the subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week. That's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. Of course, you can uh, do so at all the usual spots like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, I get to talk with Alyssa Milano. She has a brand new Netflix movie called Brazen. Uh, this is uh, adapted from a Nora Roberts book, and, uh, and it just came out this past week. And she's going to tell us about its themes of empowering women, as well as how the movie ties in with the uh, the popularity of true crime and why that genre seems to make such a big impression with women. Uh, having it arrived during the Me Too era and what it offers to that conversation and how much of her real self she allows in her characters, especially when you consider that uh, she is also an activist. And then Alyssa also speaks on her uh, 80s sitcom, Who's the Boss, how it was ahead of its time, especially when it came to feminism, equality, and equity. And we also get to talk about uh, the opportunities uh, that art, uh, music, and movies actually get to uh, further progress social issues uh, even more uh, than politicians. And then from there, we actually have a little bit of fun talking about her uh, late 80s, early 90s uh, albums and music videos. Yes, she was a pop star as well. 
as well as being in the audience of the uh, 90s sketch show, Mr. Show, uh, and the possibility if there will be a sequel to Brazen. So let's do it. It's Kyle Meredith with Alyssa Milano. Hello. Let me send you the congratulations on uh, on Brazen uh, out now on Netflix. I mean, what a fun watch that was. Uh, congratulations on this. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm, I'm very proud of it. It's a fun movie. Um, you know, it was, we shot in the middle of COVID, so it was quite the experience. <laughs> uh, but I think the, the, uh, the, the film is is really fun and, and a great watch. Thank you. Yeah. So this comes from a Nora Roberts book first. What? Uh, how did it land in your lap? What did it say to you? And, uh, and why did you choose not only to, to start in it, of course, but uh, you're also a producer on this? Um, well, you know, I'm a huge Nora Roberts fan. I've wanted to do, uh, to bring one of her characters to life for a long time. And the script came in, I thought it was really good. And I went back and read the book. Uh, and then I uh, met with the director, Monica Mitchell, who I was really taken by. And we were on the same page uh, with how important it was uh, for women to watch this movie and feel empowered and make it not feel uh, exploitive. Um, and so then I, I had this conversation with Nora Roberts and that was, you know, I was completely starstruck and taken by her. And I said something to her that I think basically shaped how I looked at Grace and how I approached the role and made it even more exciting, um, which was, I asked her, what can you tell me about this character that's not on the page, either in the book or the script? Like, give me something about her. And she said, uh, well, Grace is the the type of girl that'll jump up on a counter and drink a beer out of a bottle and have a slice of pizza. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I can run with that. And it just, I don't know, it just made her really human. And, um, and, and I just wanted to tell the story. So, yeah. Well, especially as you talk about uh, the importance of women seeing it, um, I was watching with my wife and she, uh, like so many people, uh, is a huge fan of true crime and, and how that genre has exploded in the past few years. I was, I was asking her recently, why is it that women are so drawn to that genre, seemingly at least, uh, more than men? And, and she said, you know, a very obvious answer, too, is like, you know, this is the stuff that we have to deal with every day to some degree, you know, the, the, this kind of fear and everything. And it sounds like that was at least some part of, of what you were thinking as you approached this, was it? For sure. But I also think that there is, you know, a statement about toxic masculinity. There's a statement about, um, you know, w women sort of taking control of their own life. There's a statement about uh, how we don't take uh, responsibility or protect the most vulnerable um, so it was all of that. But I think that also the fascination with true crime is that, you know, it kind of taps into that, that darkness that I think everybody can, uh, that everybody has in them, but some of us have this, you know, important ability to, uh, to nurture our goodness. And then some people don't. And so I think it's like a combo of all of that. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think that there's intrigue to the human psyche. And I think as women, we're natural profilers. 
because yeah, we have to deal with that stuff all the time. Like we're able to talk dudes and be like, oh, okay, I need to walk across the street. Right. There's a, I, it reminded me of a song, a Courtney Barnett song that says almost exactly that stuff in it right there. But, but it does, it, it, it comes, you know, it, at sort of this perfect moment too. And I, I know for a lot of artists, you know, that that's one of the hope that, that your, your, your work in this sense, your film is reflective of what's happening in society right now, but for it to arrive right now, I think it said so much more than maybe it, it possibly could have at any other time. Well, it definitely said more than it was originally written as because I mean, you know, as, as brilliant as, as Nora is, she couldn't have, uh, foreseen how the Me Too movement would shape our art and culture and society, but also, um, you know, the working experience on a set. We were 50% women on this movie in front of them behind the screen. And that's, that's a big deal. That's completely shifting the perspective of storytelling. And there's a moment um, right at the beginning not, not in a bad way, I almost had a chuckle because uh, we're getting just a little bit of the peek into your character. Your, your character, Grace, had just finished uh, the book reading and, and the signings and all that. And, um, and, and you do a few lines about some of the stuff that you're talking about right now, toxic masculinity. And I, and I thought, you know, that's suddenly a little peek into what I thought was the real you or the version I should say that we get to see on social media mm-hmm. as much as the real you as you allow right there. How much of yourself did you put into this character in those moments? Like, what is, is there much of a crossover? I think there's always a crossover for me. Um, even in the characters that I play that are much more of characters like Coralie from Insatiable. Um, I think, you know, for me, I'm not really a good enough actor to, to completely separate myself from what's happening and I think that there always has to be something that is relatable to my own life and experience and um, belief system Um, and I think you know if you look at I was thinking about the other day how um, like the last season of Insatiable there's this whole storyline about how uh, Coralie gets pregnant and and has this whole sort of, you know, personal uh, journey about that nobody is going to force her to have this baby. And of course, we shot in Georgia um, during the heartbeat bill ban trying to get passed. And so I think, you know, I think that there's always going to be bits that either writers uh, pick up on and include or that I insist on that, you know, is going to reflect sort of where we are, not only because I think it's important and there's nothing better as a conversation starter than movies and TV and art, but also because like, what a great timestamp. Do you know what I mean? Like to look back you know, if people watch this movie, well, it's, you know, it's the same thing with Who's the Boss. If you look at Who's the Boss, and this was before, you know, obviously I was an activist or right when I was young. If you watch like the early episodes, there's there's scenes where Tony's like, yeah, this is a nice house, but you could have this too, Sam, if you work hard. You know, and there is so much about um, uh, equality and equity and it was really ahead of its time for that. 
So I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. But I think there's there's always going to be part of you know the the work that I do. And by the way, that could be in front or behind the camera as a producer. That you know, I'm, I I want to start these conversations. I want to have these conversations. And I think because we're so politically divided. Sometimes these conversations are better in the form of um, art or music or movies or television than having any uh, politician or speech or, or you know, political leader uh, trying to convince us of an ideology. I just think it's, it's a healthier way to, to, to broach these issues. Absolutely. I, I can honestly say that uh, most of, uh, especially my coming of age years, you know, my eyes were open because of the things you're saying right now, because of movies, because of television, because of music, especially for me. And, and let me put that side note in there to say, while I have the chance that I so appreciate these things that you do say, uh, both in your work, but especially in the real world, real world, lately with voting rights and ending the filibuster as we're talking about now, but just whatever the issue is, like, what you're doing is so important out there. So a little side compliment there. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, it's going it to be scary uh, to be vocal, but I really, uh, you know, comments like that coming from people like you makes it all worth it. So thank you. I know we only have a minute or two right here. Uh, I, I just want to quickly ask, because we brought up music and it only dawned on me as I was doing the research, I'd completely forgot that you had put out albums back in the day. <laughs> And yeah. I was dismayed to see that they were not on any of the streamers at any of the, uh, except for YouTube. Uh, do that, yeah, will those I mean, ever have a life? There are some great music videos on YouTube. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know why they're not on any of the the music streamers. I don't, I don't even know like who still, I don't know if Pony Canyon Records still exists or or what, but you know, it was, it was a whole other, a whole other career. That was really, really fun. We were listening to some of the songs on YouTube last night. Uh, I remember hearing some of them somewhere in my past. It was fun. I mean, they're of an era just with the production naturally. But, uh, yeah, you know, we had a little dance party. The bubblegum pop era with Tiffany and Debbie Gibson and, and all of that. Yeah. Right. There was uh, another moment in your filmography that I, we did a double take for, too. Um, and I hope you don't mind me asking, Mr. Show, were you in Mr. Show? I don't even remember i think i was in the audience right that's what it says audience but it was like okay that's... yeah I, I went to see a taping i don't know why that would show up on my imdb um unless they cut to me maybe in the audience and then someone was like oh we're gonna put this in our imdb um but yeah i don't i never did a skit or anything for it that's a shame one of these days maybe that's uh <laughs> oh God, i loved mr show it was so good. It really was so, so good. good. So smart. Well, I'll, I'll end with this. Um, there's uh, the very maybe unintentionally or maybe intentionally funny line in this in this movie with Brazen where once is isn't going to be enough where I said, wait, is that what he really said? And it turns out <laughs> not only do you get that line once, but twice, which sort of leaves all of this open for a sequel. And I won't give anything away of what we're talking about here, but uh but but is that door open? Do you is this this character does Grace and and Sam Page's character might we see more of them in the future? I mean, I we didn't think about it while we were making it, 
I mean, we obviously thought that was a sexy line for a dude to say, but you know, so many people have brought it up that have seen the movie that maybe they're all keen or, or you know, they all know more than I do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm certainly open to it. I think, I think that there is a, you know, a, a, a good, first of all, I love working with Sam and I will find something else to do if it's not continuing this, this, this brazen storyline. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think there's something interesting about the, the crime author and the detective working together. Well, you make a good team. Uh, your characters definitely make a good team. Congratulations on this one, uh, Alyssa. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it too. This was a, a real, real pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity and the support. And my thanks, Alyssa Milano. Again, the new Netflix movie is called Brazen. Big thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Again, please do hit the subscribe button before you get out of here so you can keep up with uh, three brand new interviews every single week that we offer. A new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, mostly on Twitter, but also Instagram and Facebook, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Bye. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Hey there, it's Kyle Meredith from Kyle Meredith With. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.